Welcome to your outlook for outdoors and Western lifestyle news. The Bend Show 2024 is here and we are kicking it off. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. As always, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. Again, that is 305-900-2363. Call or text us. Or if you'd rather drop an email, send that to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Riding alongside for season four. Four! I can't believe it. We're on our fourth year of doing The Ben Show is my producer, sound engineer, and co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Sorry, did I make any noise? I forgot to close the door to the studio. Was I quiet? I tried to be very careful walking over there and putting my headset back on. The uh, practice that you've been doing on your stealth hunting, I think, helped us out. We didn't Aha. hear you do that. I'm all right. to be quiet. So sorry if I was making commotion. <laughs> all right. I know we, we hope all of you had a great holiday season, a wonderful New Year's celebration. And while you're reflecting, maybe even over those last couple of weeks, because the kids have been off, there's been a lot of in-laws and outlaws coming in and through the doors. This might be a great time to jot down some of those good, fun memories to reflect on. And it We're had- hoping there was some. Yes, we do hope there were some. Okay. And even those that weren't good, you know, years down the line, you're going to look back and laugh at. You're going to chuckle over them, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, this one here crossed my mind this week as I was thinking about it. My mom celebrated her birthday earlier in the week. Happy birthday, mom. Lois Warner. Happy birthday, Lolo. Well, a favorite holiday of mine is in regards and deals with my mom, and that happened about almost 20 years ago on Christmas morning. Mom woke us all up to say there was a coyote down near the feedlot. Well, anyway, mom proved to us that uh, Annie Oakley still had what it takes. She grabbed her 243 lever action from the living room game closet. Now, first off, what astounded us kids is that for a while, we'd noticed her 243 was not hanging in the uh, gun room where it usually should be with the rest of our rifles, right? It was missing. Well, here she had kept it safe and sound, and she knew exactly where it was in the last place we would ever look for it, in a closet, in the living room, hidden behind all the games. When you say games, you're talking like board, board game. games. Oh, yes, board oh, games. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, so there she is. She ran off with her 243 outside on the porch of the ranch house with all of us kids still standing there looking at her like, what did just happen? Leaning over the rail, she cracks one shot off. You can about imagine how us kids were as we ran out the door onto the porch to congratulate her. And with our range finders, we quick figured out she smoked that coyote at over 300 yards. Oh, right on, Lolo. Yeah. 300 yards, Annie Oakley. That's my mom. That's what I got to call her. Well, anyway, that's a Christmas morning none of us will ever forget. And I'm sure uh, she'll never let any of us forget it either. So if you have any of those, be sure to write those down. Ice fishing is the headline of this first story, which takes us to Lake of the Woods in Minnesota, as what happened there is a great reminder of what could happen here in a lot of areas that are in the northern parts of the United States as many head to the ice for ice fishing this time of year. About 50 people were rescued off of Lake of the Woods on New Year's Day when a crack in the ice separated them from shore. The Lake of the Woods County Sheriff's Office received first a call around 2.30 p.m. on New Year's Day that a man went through the ice on his ATV, 
Thankfully, the man was able to get out without injuries. However, about a half an hour later, another call came in with a report of 20 to 25 people stranded on the north side of a pressure ridge that cracked open as a result. So they were on kind of an iceberg. You got it. The Long Point Resort began using their own boat to bring people across the open water. The sheriff's office and Minnesota DNR joined in quickly on the rescue using airboats and UTVs to help. By the end, Lake of the Woods Sheriff's officials say the number was closer to 50 people rescued off the lake. Now, up in northern Minnesota, it has been a tough ice fishing season thus far. So far, they have rescued over 100 ice fishermen from the waters up north there. In a press release from Bellatrami County Sheriff Jason Riggs out of Minnesota said, most years the ice would be thick enough by now for vehicles and wheelhouses and we'd be seeing a steady procession of them moving north. But this year isn't most years and the ice is changing constantly. It's absolutely vital that anyone who heads out checks the thickness frequently, pays close attention to the weather and has a plan in case the worst happens and they wind up in the water. Now, ice rescues continue to be a constant problem this winter, and it's not just in Minnesota. They're having this happen also throughout North Dakota and Upper Michigan as well. I'm happy to say this story here ended as a feel-good, but it definitely could have not been so. You know, we have uh, a lot of really, really close friends in Oklahoma. Kevin is who I'm talking about in particular. And we razz him every year, and we send him memes about ice fishing And he always says, how could anybody possibly go out and do that? And I know that those people that are into ice fishing absolutely love it. And then it seems like there's the other half of people that say, how in the world could you go on a frozen lake and go out ice fishing? There's no amount of money, like Kevin, there's no amount of money that would get him on the ice. Well, and I can understand those folks, especially those that are you know, already have a fear of water, something like that. That uh, the Tigger's raising his hand right Belie- yeah, now. Believe it or not, I actually do have a fear of the water as but much as I love it. But. If you head to thebenshow.com, we do have some great graphics that show how thick the ice needs to be according to what you plan to use on the ice. For example, if you're just going to walk out with a pole and give it a try and uh, dig yourself a, a hole through the ice, excuse me there, or you're planning on taking your ATV, UTV, or you're going to drive your vehicle and pull one of those ice houses on there, it's uh, amazing how thick that ice needs to be before you start thinking about doing that. And how many people are saying, I don't care if it's frozen solid all the way to the bottom, I'm not going out there. I kind of tend to feel that way sometimes where... I don't know if I want to do it, but that's just me. All right. All right. Well, then you'll like this next one that I'm bringing up for those of you that are looking for warmer temperatures and tantalizing seafood. Yes. All right. Here we go. Start packing your bags, book your plane tickets, and consider heading to Florida that first weekend of February for the annual Everglades Seafood Festival in the Stone Crab Capital of the World. Everglades City, Florida, located just 200 miles south of Tampa Bay on the southern western coastline of Florida, going on February 2nd through the 4th of 2024, would be a great start to your southern Florida trip as you are only two hours away from Key Largo and the Florida Keys. The annual Everglades Seafood Festival is 
been going on for over 50 years. It's quite the tradition in that area, and it brings in tens of thousands of people to enjoy live country music, arts, crafts, and of course, amazing seafood. A great way to kick off that much-needed desire for vitamin D as Tigger's here waving his hand going, yes, 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 while you're planning to head to the Sunshine State anyway. Well, I'm weighing this here of uh, ice fishing, the potential of falling through the ice, or going to Florida, where you're by the Keys, you could have crab and Mai Tai. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. All right, if you are thinking of heading to Florida, we've got suggestions on great fishing guides in Florida. Head to thebenshow.com and check out the show notes for this episode. Folks, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we've got a really cool history lesson for you. We're going to talk about some hiking to be doing in 2024 and what you should be shopping for now. Stay where you are. The Ben Show will be back right after this. Before you head to the next rodeo, a concert, maybe a gathering on or off the ranch, we head to Medora Boot and Western Wear. Tigger and back here for Medora Boot and Western Wear, latest Western fashion in boots, jackets, and hats. From durable ranch wear to keeping the horses in sturdy tack, visit MedoraBoot.com to order. Or better yet, plan to visit Medora, North Dakota and shop Medora Boot and Western Wear. Again, go to MedoraBoot.com. You can follow on Facebook and tell them Tigger and Beck sent you. Are the Florida Keys calling your name? Have you dreamed of catching exotic mahi-mahi, red snapper, sailfish, grouper? Blue Water Girl Charters can fulfill your dreams of saltwater fishing excitement. Book today, full or half-day charters. Let Blue Water Girl Charters make your dreams a reality. Blue Water Girl Charters, follow on Facebook for booking and more information. Blue Water Girl Charters, catch dinner and memories. The holidays are around the corner and finding that thoughtful gift is always the goal. We have the perfect idea for you. Meet author Rochelle Barrett, The Prairie Crocus. I welcome you to my world, a collection of poems, love notes, and essays about ranch life, motherhood, and life lessons from the prairie in my new book, Anthology, and 2024 Ranch Life Calendar. Order both today at prairie-crocus.com. Beautiful photos with words that speak to the heart and soul. prairie crocus.com turning thoughts into writings from the heart a perfect gift in time for the holidays welcome back to your outlet for outdoors and western lifestyle the ben show i am your host rebecca warner aka back and riding shotgun again this season with me is jeff tigger Earhart. like you got a choice of <laughs> Where if I'm going to be riding shotgun with you or not, come on. We've been together over four years now doing this thing. We live in the same household. We're together 24-7, Beck. I mean. I'm just laughing because I'm thinking, you know, new year, new you, new goals. No, I just depressed you. <laughs> well, here's something that came across my wires. And I like, I always like to say my wires in case you're new to the show, by the way. I enjoy history a lot, and there is a president that stands out in my mind that I always enjoy learning more about, and that is President Theodore Roosevelt, um, a.k.a. President Teddy Roosevelt, and 
You know, he is one of those that stands out and has always been known, not just for how he was as a president, but prior to being a president and in his adventurous side. Some the of experience the, that he experiences, excuse me, that he had prior to being a president, yes. which is fascinating. Yeah. Yes. So this here I wanted to share with all of you as you kind of start putting together your goals for this upcoming year. And I asked the question, would you have the endurance to hike and ride horse to pass Teddy Roosevelt's physical exam? Did you know that he had a physical exam? That's the next question. Here we go. Back on December 9th, 1908, President Theodore Roosevelt signed an executive order number 989 headlined the Marine Corps Officers Physical Fitness. It directed each officer of the United States Marine Corps to undergo a physical examination in a series of tests every two years. The tests were simple. Officers would have to ride a horse 90 miles, this distance to be covered in three days. Officers ranked in the grade of captain or lieutenant were also required to walk 50 miles with actual marching time, including rests. 700 yards of this needed to be completed on the double time, something like a slow jog. This test, too, could be spread across three days, allowing the soldiers to sleep and have recovery time. Order 989's rationale was spelled out bluntly by the president. In battle, time is essential and ground may have to be covered on the run. If these officers are not equal to the average physical strength of their companies, the men will be held back, resulting in unnecessary loss of life and probably defeat. Neither the Army nor the Navy, which each got their own respective executive orders with the same test, escaped Roosevelt's attention. He went on to say, I have been unpleasantly struck, as he had observed in a letter to the Secretary of the Navy, Truman Newberry at that time, by the lack of physical condition of some of the older officers and even some of the younger officers. Roosevelt worried that urbanization was making us weaker that we were living in unhealthy cities, that we were toiling in offices rather than plowing the fields. By 1900, only 40% of the United States worked in agriculture, which was bothering Roosevelt and making him rethink our physical fitness. The orders immediately kicked up complaints. As historical journal The Grog recounts, they said, the Navy surgeon James Gatewood at the time complained that the endurance test would leave participants in a depressed physical state. The Navy surgeon general said it could put the lives of the officers over 50 at risk. As if to carry the torch for his own initiative on January 13, 1908, President Roosevelt, then 51 years old, himself and a small party of naval officers set out for a horseback ride to Warrington, Virginia, a distance of 49 miles each way. Following a 3.45 a.m. breakfast of steak and eggs, Roosevelt, on his own steed named Rosewell, set out into a day marked by freezing rain, eventually returning to the White House by 8.30 p.m. that night. That's 16 hours and 45 minutes, folks. Roosevelt declared the ride, yep, you guessed it, bully, as he's known for saying. So he did 50 miles or 49 miles, is that right? Yes, wow. to contradict what the then general surgeon was saying, mm -hmm. no, over 50, you should not have to do. 
he wanted to Well, that's set- because he himself didn't want to have to do that and have to march double time. He was out of shape, I bet. Another reason why I love President Theodore Roosevelt, yep. a man that stood up for what he believed yep, in and wasn't true. afraid to take on the challenge himself to prove his point. Hence bully. Compared to politicians of today, I feel this fits quite right for our 26th President Theodore Roosevelt. He was like no other. He was an Eastern high-educated individual who traveled to the Badlands of North Dakota only to fall in love with the lifestyle there, learn to cowboy, have a 1,600 head plus cattle ranch at one point, and eventually become the leader of the Rough Riders that took San Juan Hill in Cuba during the Spanish-American War. In many ways, it's no wonder this president wanted our military to be physically fit as he himself led a strenuous life too. How many politicians right now would be saying absolutely not to something like this? I right? don't want to get political on no, this show, we're not but, get political, but I think this is one where I think I would have to say most of us would have to raise our hand and say, you know what, there is something to be said, especially when a president as such did live so many different types of lifestyles throughout his career before becoming a president. And at that time, a lot of the politicians were ex-military people. Yes. That came into office. So that's where I'm just saying how many today, how many would... I mean, even I'm looking at this, and you said uh, it was three days to do 90 miles on horseback, and they had to march, what was it, 50 miles in X number of days? Yeah, 50 miles. They had a few days that they had to do that in double time. I mean, that's impressive. Exactly. And thinking about the weight they had to carry as well. Right. And the foot, the uh, shoes that they had weren't exactly like we have today. Hunting boots that lace up your ankles and they're fantastic and all that. So now as you're overthinking what that military was required, that physical fitness exam was, and we know that it is no longer the same today. It has changed quite differently. But I found it very interesting how Roosevelt himself was already calling out urbanization. Mm-hmm. He was using words like that that we use today, and we try to push people back out into the outdoors. And as you're looking at your New Year's resolutions, and those of us that listen to the show, I know most of you are already very active. You enjoy your fishing, your hunting, you're getting out, going to the rodeos and such. What I want to encourage you is to bring along someone who has not done those activities introduce them to that the kids too i mean get them off the video games and have them do so kick them outside right bring the kids along Um, tigger and i weren't blessed with children but we are knowing to take our nieces our nephews our friends' kids with us to keep those traditions alive and show them what the outdoors can offer because we all know it's great for our mental health and if you're looking for ideas of where to take another individual and make sure it's a safe situation Almost all of our state parks here right now in the United States, they've put together great hiking trails for the winter. They also always produce a great list of hiking trails that are made preferred for the spring or summer. But just look in your own backyard. That's all I got to say. And you might find out you've got an adventure waiting, not just for you, but for someone else. And you can share it with them. Now, I hope everyone enjoyed that. I mean, you and I are kind of history buffs, but I appreciate you just kind of sharing that about what life was like over 100 years ago. Very cool. Thank you for doing that. Crew, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back with The Ben Show, we're going to share with you what you should be looking to buy right now, the month of January. We're talking about what's on sale. Stay where you are.
You've waited, dreamt of a hunting adventure, and now have harvested that trophy of a lifetime. Keep the memory alive with a custom-designed mount preserved as a work of art. Check out our approved taxidermist depending on your location. The award-winning Schneider Taxidermy is located in Helena, Montana. When hunting the Dakotas, JB's Wildlife Designs in Mandan, North Dakota, then Shadron Creek Taxidermy in Nebraska, and for the Central USA, Little Rack Taxidermy in Macomb, Illinois. Reach out to The Ben Show and let us help you find the right taxidermist. Hey guys and gals, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Welcome back to your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle, The Bend Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck, and a long shotgun, as always, is my co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Now, with the new year comes new sales. Yes, have you been seeing the deals crossing your social media feeds already, hearing about clearance, overstocked items being let go, and sometimes you start to wonder, What should I be buying now in January? However, some of you too are still trying to recover from Christmas and uh, the thought of buying more things right now is not something you want to be thinking about, but maybe you should be. Now, often we always think of just fitness equipment and the white sales, aka meaning those household linens. They're worth a close look, especially if you want to change out your bedding, say in your RV or something like that, your camper. But when it comes to the outdoors, there are many items to save on during this first month of 2024. Here we go. Small kitchen appliances. I'm talking about those items that make the outdoors a bit more comfortable, say when you're camping with a tent, with your RV or your camper. That's what has our attention. Watch for great discounts on the 2023 overstocked items. They're closing them out right now with steep discounts to add to your choice of recreational fun. From countertop coffee makers to the all-in-one combos that can say pressure cooked, act as an oven, or even an air fryer. Take advantage of these sales and save big right now. Our suggestion is to buy now and then even think of this. Save them as a gift for later, closer to summer. If you have some of those family members that are maybe going to have a birthday or Mother's Day, Father's Day, there you go. But save the dollars, buy them now, and you'll be ready for camping season when it comes. The next one, winter clothing. Already the aisles of the stores are changing from winter clothing to spring break attire. Be purchasing now as these deals increase and grab great deals on the brands you love for those cold, dark days of winter. The last one, camping gear. A new year means 
new memories to be made, right? Well, previous models of tents, sleeping bags, and more are starting to be closed out to make room for the new trends. Be ahead of the game and save in your pocketbook from being hit hard all at once come camping season by gearing up now or even for that fall hunt. As you go over the next year, buy what you need now as it is on sale and watch for the sales, overstocked items, and the clearance aisles. There we are. See, we are putting dollars back in your pocket. You just got to be smart when you spend it. And that is all, folks. We're going to call this first show of season four for 2024 wrapped. Thank you to my producer, sound engineer, co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. And remember to keep sending in any of your questions you might have, especially if you know of something spot worthy for us to share, a recipe we need to test out here in our very own cabin kitchen and your area's field reports. That number again, you can call or text is 305 900 Again, that's 305-900-2363. Or you can always email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Missed part of this episode or you'd like to hear past shows, you can find them all on the website, thebendshow.com. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and to The Bend Show YouTube channel. If you're looking to change things up this next year in 2024 at your next event, conference, awards, banquet, even your fishing tournament, Think about having us, Tigger, and Beck entertain your crowd. We are PRCA Pro Rodeo card holders, where Tigger is a pro rodeo announcer, and we are PRCA music directors as well. From MCs to event headliners, public speakers, to acting as your next convention's host couple, let us make your gathering extra special. Ranching, cattle, hunting, fishing, camping, and rodeo. There's all kinds of things that we'd love to talk about and we'd love to share the time with you. Try spicing up your upcoming event with us. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, The Prairie Crocus, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Blue Water Girl Charters, Buckstorm, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFD TV, and Wrangler. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners and a happy new year. Thanks for continuing to ride along with us. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. Remember to keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch back if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.